Brother Gray, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Our gracious Heavenly Father, it's such a wonderful joy to be in your house again yes, today. Yes, dear Lord, to, to share in fellowship and worship with you, dear Lord, and to hear a message that, dear Lord, I pray that touches somebody's heart today that needs to be touched in a way that uh, brings them closer to you. Allow us to know and understand our relationship and what it means to each of us. And most of all, what it means to you, dear Lord, that we yes, have worship and fellowship and enjoy the relationship that we have with you, dear Lord. Please bless the messages brought today and allow it to, uh, allow it to make each one of us <coughs> and a life for you to uh, allow us to bring other people to know you in a way that, yes, that we are able to enjoy. Through sons on our parade. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Greg. Y'all can be seated. Uh, it was. It's already been a great morning this morning. Yes. The, the baptism this morning. What a wonderful time I had down by the by the creek. And uh, it, I tell you what, the Lord blessed us with a beautiful day. Yeah. He yes. definitely blessed us yes. with a beautiful day. And it, it even made it more prettier. <laughs> but those three being baptized. I know they're on their way, but that made it a whole lot more, a lot more prettier. But you, I love to sing songs. It's called I love to sing songs about the name of Jesus. I love to sing songs about the name of Jesus. I'm going to share a little. Uh, Chris and, and Marilyn was playing earlier. Wasn't they doing a great job? Yes. Yes. Amen. Great job. And, and I told them, you know, a long time ago, Marilyn mashed the pedal down on that organ because it sounds wonderful. It, does. it sounds good. It sounds really good. But we're going to sing some songs about the name of Jesus. But I'm going to share some scripture here. And this is David speaking. I'm on in Psalms 145. It says, I will exalt thee, my God, my God, O King. And I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day I will bless thee. And I will praise, thee, praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's all look the page. I love this song right here. That was played just a little bit earlier. Look the page 86. 86 in the celebration. I, I, I want to exalt the Lord too. I want to Amen. praise His name this morning.
song here. Look to page uh, 83. Just flip over a few pages.
can sing that song over and over and over and over. It never gets old. It never gets older. Oh, how I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus this morning? Amen. 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 You, you got a, a testimony I'd like to share about how, you know, just how Jesus has poured out his love on you. If you got something you'd like to share, by all means, by do that. Mind the Lord this morning. Brother Lonnie, I'd like to stand this morning. And, uh, uh, last week at this time, if we had known what's happened, Elaine and I wouldn't have been here probably. Uh, our grandson going to church uh, down, lives in Auburn. He was going to the church. He plays organ over at a little church in Tallahassee, which is a few miles out of Auburn. Uh, it was a horrible car. Uh, apparently a young lady ran a stop sign and hit him. Or he hit her and he, he ended up in uh, airlifted to the hospital in Montgomery, back to South now. And the uh, young lady was, I think, airlifted to Birmingham. But um, we didn't find that back until Sunday night. Uh, his wallet apparently was in his car. They didn't know who he was at the hospital. Uh, couldn't get in his phone. His phone was in his pocket. We couldn't get in it. Uh, Angie and Greg found out about 4.45 Sunday afternoon after this accident had happened at 9.20 in the morning. And um, they took off to Montgomery. Um, Chan had a brain bleed. He had a bad laceration on his head. Um, broken shoulder, broken clavicle, I think. Um, fractured vertebrae in his back. Um, his foot was swelled real badly. And um, he didn't know anybody. He would wake up occasionally and was real agitated and uh, frustrated with the situation. But um, Monday was not much better. Um, maybe he was awake a little bit more. And Tuesday, he recognized Greg, Dad, um, for a little bit, then he couldn't remember him anymore. Um, Wednesday was a little better. Angie called me Thursday. She said, Chan is back. She said, he woke up. Alone. Knowing everybody, uh, knowing everything, asking if his phone survived the wreck, as a child or kid would do, <laughs> and my laptop is my laptop. But they didn't know. They, they had to go find the junkyard to find his car. And if you saw his car, you'd be amazed that a six-foot-tall young man could have survived this. It was just a, a mangled mess. It took him 45 minutes to get him out of it. But uh, yesterday, she said, he's even better today. So, you know, what could have been a most tragic situation uh, has turned into a blessing. Amen. We think he'd maybe get to come home in a couple of days or a few days maybe. They were talking one time about going to Spain rehab for a period of time for physical therapy and, and uh, uh, occupational therapy and stuff. But uh, they're saying we're just going to watch him for a couple of days and see if this this all holds, and uh, apparently it, it, it's, he's doing wonderful. So thank you, church, for praying, the prayers. Praying I, know, the Lord. I know the church was praying for him because we got calls. We, were, we went down Monday, and we got calls on the way down from the church. And just thank you all for your prayers. And, uh, um, we got a friend of ours that was in a bad motorcycle wreck this week, and kind of the same with him. He really has no business being alive, but uh, he's doing well, and he's coming along, and a couple things he had to work on physically for him. He's got nerve damage in his shoulder and his hand doesn't work yet, but uh, it's it's still a pretty fresh accident. So God's good. Um, sure. There's two people there that, that 
could not be with us. And, uh, he's blessed us with their their life again, and uh, I we'll, we'll all take that and go with it and, and, and use it for good. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Thank you for sharing. Thank <coughs> God, good. He yeah, is so good. He is so good. Let's just sing that little chorus right there. God is so good. We'll do that. <laughs> God is so
Does anybody have anything you'd like to share before I turn it over to Brother Steve this time?
song years ago, and some woman was singing it, probably about a, a man or a boyfriend or a husband, about what a difference you've made in my life. But I really thought about the difference that God has made in my life. And, and he, he makes all things new. And uh, I'm just like Sister Pam. There's times that he has to reel me back in when uh, I drift out uh, in deep water uh, too far from him, and he reels me back in. But I'm glad of that today. I'm glad that he's always there. And he'll make a difference in your life today. If you're here and you don't know Jesus and the free pardon of sin, I can assure you this. There's not many things that I'm real confident about, but I'm confident in this. But if you'll let him, he'll make a true difference in your life. He'll change the places you go. He'll change the way we dress. Amen. And he'll he'll make something new out of us. And uh, I'm glad that he clean he cleans up the, the inner man, the inside. And uh, but when he does that, uh, he'll even take our carnal minds and, and, and change our going places and change what we think and what we do. I appreciate that today. I love the Lord. I appreciate the service this morning down at the river. I, and uh, we just feel the presence of the Lord. Uh, and I'm so happy uh, uh, for Brother John and Sister Muriel and Sister Josie. We love y'all. And Amen. we're so happy. Uh, uh, and, and we just want you to know that the church is here. If you ever, any of you ever uh, get down and out or discouraged or or whatever, uh, there's people here that you can talk to and they'll talk to you. And, and uh, of course, all we can do is point you towards the Lord. But a lot of times when we tell experiences that we've been through that are maybe similar, it helps people to uh, uh, to get over a hump or get over a mountain to come up in their life. But at this time, we're going to turn it over to Brother Bobby. We've asked him and, uh, to just mind the Lord, just to do whatever God will lead him to do. And uh, he's going to be reading the 18 Articles of Faith. And, and you just mind God and do whatever uh, Lord yeah. you do. Also, I want you to pray for uh, Sister Renee and Brother James. Uh, they got back Thursday from their cruise. Uh, but she called me this morning. She sounded awful and she got me mowing. And so uh, that, that's a bad way to have to end the trip. But uh, uh, she, she asked the church to please pray for going Tuesday back to the doctor. So uh, please pray for Sister Bo got sick this morning too. I was wondering about that. He didn't look like he felt nervous. And Pat, Pat's sick too. She showed about her trip sick. Let's remember all these sick and Amen. Brother Bobby, you just mind God. Appreciate the opportunity to read these articles of faith today. It's lengthy reading and it takes a minute to get through them. And I don't want to take up a whole lot of time before we get started on this. Um, as long as we as a church know our responsibility to our, our baptized new members this morning, and uh, hopefully you'll learn as we go uh, where you're, you, you, Lord knows where your place is. He's led you here to it. Yes. Um, and I'm thankful that when I came to this church, I had been saved for like seven years. And the Lord just hadn't showed me a church to join yet. 
Now, how had attended churches and attended one or two pretty regular there, uh, but but the Lord never led me to join those. But I felt led when I came here and knew this is where I belong. And, and that's the way we're going to join the church. Today we have an opportunity, people have an opportunity, uh, to seek out the church just like they pick what they want to watch TV on at night when they're sitting down to rest. Uh, it's going to depend on what entertains them or what they're looking for. Uh, I, I'd like to say this to us as a church, you can call it a charge or whatever you want to. Uh, let's recognize today and the day that we live. Let's recognize uh, the difference between... Paul said try the spirits even uh, because there are evil spirits in this sure. world. They are. And, and, and they were cast out of heaven. Uh, they're here just like the angels uh, that watch over us, that, that are here to minister and to minister to our needs. There are evil ones here that are trying their best to corrupt God's goodness in this world or our uh, idea or opinion of God's goodness. They're going to wreck our lives is what they're doing. And let us recognize uh, what is of God because that that's of the devil, it, it looks just like. It, it, highly, it's very, very comfortable as far as what you see with the eye. It's very entertaining. Let's put it that way. Uh, but what God will have us to do is what we need to do. Uh, we need to be always mindful of the Spirit of God. Uh, always uh, listening to the Spirit of God. God has leadership and guidance for us. It's always. He always does. I used to pray, Lord, lead me and guide me. And I've heard a lot of people say that until I found out that God's leadership and guidance has always been there for me. It's always up to me to where I seek it out and follow it. And I pray, Lord, help me to follow the leadership and guidance that you so ever provide. He's always provided that, Brother Chris. It was just up to me to look for it. Uh, there'll be things that come your way, uh, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I don't believe uh, that God set out in His purpose to tell us uh, we need to start a certain business or do this uh, because He'll bless us in it. Uh, God's going to got more important things to do than than than, uh, than than that. And I believe we ought to pray about where we work and what we do that God would use us there yes. and put us where he wants us to be. And I believe no matter how much our check is at the end of the week, our blessings will be plentiful. Amen. We'll have that abundant good life if we keep his commandments and his statutes just like his word said. And now, now, now that's all uh, the Lord put on our heart there uh, about baptism. Um, some of you probably already heard this uh, analogy that that I just learned of this week, and and if you have, forgive me for being slow, but I've always been a slow learner and a late bloomer and all that kind of stuff. I'm not, uh, uh, everybody's always ahead of me, and, but that's all right if I bring up the rear as long as I get there. That's all that matters, right? Uh, but they were talking about baptism and compared it to marriage and the wedding ring. You've heard that one before, right? Some of you have. Uh, this, this wedding ring, my wife and I got married, we put these rings on. It's an emblem of our commitment to one another. Baptism is an emblem to our commitment. We already believe that Christ is the Son of God in His death, burial, and resurrection. We already believe that or we're not qualified to participate in baptism. And so, uh, given that, uh, 
do we, once we are believers, does the baptism make us part of part of the family of God? No. This ring doesn't make me and my wife married. It doesn't. But because we're married, it's an emblem of that marriage. Yes. When I take this ring off, does that mean I'm not married anymore? No. I was married before I put it on. I was committed before I put it on. But today, you put on that ring. And the analogy-wise, you've showed your commitment to buried and risen Savior. Amen. And you, and that is a prerequisite to church membership. So today, because you've put on this, done this emblem, we're going to get to give you the right hand of church fellowship. Yes. That thrills me. Yes. Sure. It does, because I remember when the church reached out her hand to me. Why? I ain't going to say it. I ain't mean to be funny, but I am going to say it. That's just like the first time I saw my flat name in the Tuscaloosa phone book. You know, I, I felt like I was growing up. You know, Pam and I had our name in that phone book. It was We had both our names in there together. And I'm surprised I didn't cut it out and keep it, now that I think about it, but I didn't. But we're going to... We're going to read over these 18 articles of faith, and these are from the New Hampshire Declaration of Faith, and this is uh, what we believe as missionary Baptists. If you got any questions about these or anything that you're concerned about, uh, get with uh, uh, your pastor or one of the deacon brothers or your Sunday school teacher or somebody that in the church, an elder, somebody that you trust, and, and I'm sure, I have no doubt, uh, they can help you in, in understanding what your question is about these. All right, and we're going to start with Article 1, which is of the Scriptures. We believe that the Holy Bible was written by men divinely inspired and is a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction, that it has God for its author, salvation for its end, and truth without any mixture of error for its matter, that it reveals the principles by which God will judge us and therefore is, and shall remain to the end of the world the true center of Christian union and the supreme standard by which all human conduct, creeds, and opinions should be tried. Article number two of the true God. We believe that there is one and only one living in true God, an infinite, intelligent spirit whose name is Jehovah, the maker and supreme ruler of heaven and earth, inexpressibly glorious in holiness and worthy of all possible honor, confidence, and love, that in the unity of the Godhead there are three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, equal in every divine perfection and executing distinct but harmonious offices in the great work of redemption. Article number three, what we believe of the fall of man. <clears throat> we believe that man was created in holiness, under the law of his maker, but by voluntary transgression fell from that holy and happy state, in consequence of which all mankind are now sinners, not by constraint, but choice, being by nature utterly void of the, that holiness required by the law of God, positively inclined to evil, and therefore under just condemnation to eternal ruin, without defense or excuse. Article number four of the way of salvation. We believe that 
The salvation of sinners is holy of grace through the mediatorial offices of the Son of God, who by the appointed, appointment of the Father freely took upon him our, or our nature, yet without sin, honored the divine law by his personal obedience, and by his death made a full atonement for our sins, that having risen from the dead, he, was now in, he is now enthroned in heaven, and, in, and uniting in his wonderful person the tenderest sympathies with divine perfection, he is in every way qualified to be a suitable, a compassionate, and an all-sufficient Savior. We believe that the great gospel, oh, I'm sorry, number five of justification. We believe that the great gospel blessing which Christ secures to such as believe in him is justification. That justification includes the pardon of sin, and the promise of eternal life on principles of righteousness, that it is bestowed not in consideration of any works of righteousness which we have done, but solely through faith in the Redeemer's blood, by virtue of which faith his perfect righteousness is freely imputed to us of God, that it brings us into a state of most blessed peace and favor with God, and secures every other blessing needful for time and eternity. Article number six, of the freeness of salvation. We believe that the blessings of salvation are made free to all by the gospel, that it is the immediate duty of all to accept them by cordial, penitent, and obedient faith, and that nothing prevents the salvation of the greatest sinner on earth but his own inherent depravity and voluntary rejection of the gospel, Amen. which rejection involves him in an aggravated condemnation. Yes. Article number seven of grace and redemption. We believe that in order to be saved, sinners must be regenerated or born again. That regeneration consists in giving a holy disposition to the mind that is affected in a manner above our comprehension by the power of the Holy Spirit in connection with divine truth so as to secure our voluntary obedience to the gospel and that its proper evidence appears in the holy fruits of repentance and faith and newness of life. Article number eight of repentance and faith. We believe that repentance and faith are sacred duties and also inseparable graces wrought in our souls by the regenerating spirit of God, whereby being deeply convinced of our guilt, danger and helplessness and of the way of salvation by Christ, we turn to God with unfeigned contrition, confession, and supplication for mercy, at the same time heartily receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as our prophet, priest, and king, and relying on him alone as the only and all-sufficient Savior. Article number nine of God's purpose of grace. We believe that election is the eternal purpose of God, according to which he graciously regenerates sanctifies and saves sinners. That being perfectly consistent with the free agency of man, it comprehends all the means in connection with the end, that it is a most glorious display of God's sovereign goodness, being infinitely free, wise, holy, and unchangeable, that it utterly excuses boasting and promotes humility. Love, prayer, praise, trust in God, and that it may be ascertained by its effect in all 
who truly believe the gospel, that it is the foundation of Christian assurance, and that to ascertain it with regards to ourselves demands and deserves the utmost diligence. Article 10 of Sanctification. <clears throat> we believe that sanctification is the process by which, according to the will of God, we are made partakers of His holiness, that it is a progressive work, that it is, that it is begun in regeneration, and that it is carried on in the use of the appointed means, I'm sorry, that is carried on in the hearts of believers by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, the sealer and comforter, in the continual use of the appointed means, especially the Word of God, self-examination, self-denial, watchfulness, and prayer. Article number 11 of the Perseverance of the Saints. Of Saints. We believe that such only are real believers as endure unto the end. That their persevering attachment to Christ is the grand mark which distinguishes them from superficial professors. That a special providence watches over their welfare and they are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Article number 12 of the harmony of the law and the gospel. We believe that the law of God is eternal and unchangeable rule of his moral government. It is the eternal and unchangeable rule of his moral government. That it is holy, just, and good, and that the inability which the scriptures ascribe to fallen man to fulfill his precepts arises entirely from their love of sin, to deliver them from which and to restore them through a mediator to unfeigned obedience to the holy law is one great end of the gospel and of the means of grace connected with the establishment of the visible church. Article number 13. There's so many comments that run through my mind sure. hard. I can hardly read through these without getting sidetracked. By, but that's not what we're here today to do. We're here to just to read them today. So if you got any questions, please, please ask. Uh, of, uh, 13. 13. I wanted to read the harmony of law and gospel one more time. <laughs> of a gospel church. My, my. I can't help it, brethren. You said mine a little bit, Steve. We, are, we ended that harmony of the law and the gospel with the establishment of the visible church. There is no invisible church. The visible church. Amen. That's us, brother. Yes. That's us. Of a, Baptist, of, of a gospel church. We believe that a visible church of Christ is a congregation of baptized believers associated by covenant in the faith and fellowship of the gospel, observing the ordinances of Christ, governed by his laws, exercising the gifts, rights, and privileges invested in them by his word, that its only scriptural offices are bishops or pastors and deacons whose qualifications, claims, and duties are defined in the epistles to Timothy and Titus. Article number four, 14 of Baptism and the Lord's Supper. We believe that Christian baptism is the immersion in water of a believer into the name of the Father and Son and Holy Ghost to show forth in, in a solemn and beautiful emblem our faith in the crucified, buried, and risen Savior with its effects 
and our death to sin and resurrection to new life, that it is a prerequisite to the privileges of a church relation and to the Lord's Supper, in which the members of the church, by the sacred use of bread and wine, are to commemorate together the dying love of Christ, preceded always, preceded always by solemn self-examination. Now we go to Article 15 of the Christian Sabbath. We believe that the first day of the week is the Lord's Day or Christian Sabbath and is to be kept sacred to religious purposes by abstaining from all secular labor and sinful recreations by the devout observant by, by the devout observance of all the means of grace both private and public and by preparation for that rest that remaineth for the people of God. Article number 16 of civil government. We believe that civil government is of divine appointment for the interest and good order of human society and that magistrates are to be prayed for, conscientiously honored and obeyed except only in things opposed to the will of our Lord Jesus Christ who is the only Lord of the conscience and the prince of the kings of the earth. Article number 17 of the righteous and the wicked. We believe that there is a radical and essential difference between the righteous and the wicked, that such only as, the, as through faith are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and sanctified by the Spirit of our God are truly righteous in His esteem. While all such as continue in impenitence and unbelief are in His sight wicked and under the curse, and this diction holds among men both in and after death. Articles number 18 of the world to come. We believe that the end of this world is approaching, that at the last day Christ will descend from heaven and raise the dead from the grave to final retribution, that a solemn separation will then take place, that the wicked will be adjudged to endless punishment and the righteous to endless joy, and that this judgment will fix forever the final state of men in heaven or hell on principles of righteousness. Appreciate that, Brother Bobby. And I realize that's a lot to take in, but when you sit down and look at these 18 articles of faith and then begin to uh, read the scripture where it's backed up, it, it begins to really uh, come alive to you. It's not just something that a man sat down and wrote that, sounds, that said this sounds good, but it was based on the scripture and why we believe what we believe. It's important today for us to know why we believe what we believe today. And, uh, I, I, I used to think just going to church because my parents did or just believing because they did. But when I, when I met Jesus Christ, uh, I, I believed for a whole different reason. Yes, sir. Because of him. The church covenant is there on the wall, as I've said many times before for us to read, but uh, I'll, I'll read it in your hearing. <clears throat> it says, Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on our profession of faith 
of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God, angels, this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. Then we engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expense of the church, relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel to all nations. So we also engage to maintain family and secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, and exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger, to abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage, and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember one another in prayer, to aid one another in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy and speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. And I, I really like this very last part here uh, where it talks about uh, we, if we remove from this place that as soon as possible we will uh, unite with another church. And I, I, I so many folks uh, today, and I've got kin folks that uh, maybe they move from one location to another and, it, and it's not expedient for them to stay at the same church uh, where their membership is. And, and uh, I hear this a lot of times out of people, I can't find a church like the one that I went to. There's no two churches exactly the same. Every church has its own personality. I can tell you that from pastoring different churches. Every church has its own personality. But the true church is led by the Spirit of God. Amen. That doesn't change. That's the same whether you're going to church somewhere in Europe or whether you're here in Bluff County. And, and uh, so I want to encourage folks that uh, and we hope we don't have anybody here moving away from this area, but uh, uh, if you do, seek out God's leadership and his guidance because he's got a church somewhere in driving distance for you to go and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. It takes prayer and seeking God's leadership and his guidance. It's real easy just to say, well, I can't find one like where I was at, so I ain't going to go nowhere. That's the, that's the easy way out. 
But today, if we'll seek his leadership and guidance, he'll, he'll show us where to go. I appreciate you reading 18 articles of faith, Brother Bobby. I appreciate that. And, and every time that I, I hear them read, I, I pick up something new each time. Uh, and, and I want to encourage you that we that have been church members a long time, we need to go back periodically yeah. and read these uh, 18 articles of faith as a reminder uh, an encouragement to us of, of uh, why we stand on what we, what we stand on. One of the biggest things I thought about it as you read, read that is, is knowing that we're sinners and admitting that we're sinners and that, and that the fall of mankind was to all mankind. It started over in the Garden of Eden and the Bible teaches us that we're all sinners. There's not one good, no, not one, the Bible says. And uh, for folks to realize and believe that Brother, Brother Wayne Alcorn put it just as bad clear as I have. He said, you got to get lost when you get saved. And, and, and we have to realize that we're all sinners. We've come short of the glory of God. We may not have robbed a bank or killed anybody, but we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And I'm glad today that after we get born again, and if we sin again, the Bible teaches us not to sin, but to be Christ-like. But in it, we sin again. We have an advocate with the Father today that we can go and pray and ask forgiveness of our sins. And there may be some suffering on this side of the grave we have to do after we get saved. Uh, we elect to sin and walk away from God. But we do have that uh, advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, that we can go to and pray for. At this time, I'm going to ask the uh, ones that were baptized to come up and stand and uh, when they came and, and uh, told their desire by the leadership of the Lord to unite with the church by baptism we came and gave them the right hand of Christian fellowship but at this time uh, we're giving them the right hand of church uh, fellowship and uh, I want y'all to know that uh, you have as much say-so in the church as anybody here does. Amen. And uh, at any time that we, anything comes up for a vote, uh, uh, you have a vote just like anybody else does because you're part of the church. Amen. And uh, I want you to know that. And also know that we're here. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever need us, we're here. And feel free to call any of us. We want to make sure that everybody we talk about this church directory, but, but we've been growing some, and so it changes. <laughs> we got to add to it. But uh, it's important for me for everybody to have everybody else's phone numbers. That's important. If you're willing to give you out your phone number, uh, uh, that, that's important to me for each person to, to have that, where you can call and check on folks. If you need to talk, just need a little encouragement, a little advice, uh, we can call one another. I do appreciate that. But at this time, we'll come around and shake hands with them, and then we've got one item of business we need to take care of.